Welcome to another episode of the Church Engagement Podcast. I am your host, Joel Guthrie, and I am so excited to have Larry Bikes with us today. We're talking about the innovative ways that Church Home has continued to just pave the way for digital church and the way we're living our lives right now. We talk about the backstory about where they came up with all of this church at home things that we're all working on. It's an episode you do not want to miss. Welcome to another episode of the Church Engagement Podcast. I am your host, Joel Guthrie, and I'm so excited to have my friend Larry Bikes on the podcast with us. He is the director of business at Church Home. Church Home has been doing everything we're all scrambling to do now. They've been doing it for a long time, so we're going to get be able to talk through all the stuff they've learned previously in launching into how to do church at home um, and some other really cool actual strategies for you guys. Larry, why don't you introduce yourself? Hey, Joel. What's up, everyone? Glad to be here. As Joel said, I'm the director of business at Church Home, which means I'm responsible for all of the the, the nerdy stuff that happens at our church with regards to business and um, resources and facilities and uh, all of the business operations and back end that run our church. And so um, I've been doing that for a number of years. I've uh, joined the church back in, wow, it's been a long time, 2008. And um, so it's been just over 12 years and, um, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a fun ride, fun community and um, we're, you know, even though the times are rough right now, we're really embracing, um, you know, what we're being asked to do. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I love, I love what you guys have been doing. It's, it's interesting how you guys have been ahead of the curve of kind of what we've been working on and kind of been the front runners of taking church at home and digital church um, to a whole new level from the app, from the way you guys have just approached it all together. Um, where did we can kind of take a couple steps back? Like, where did that idea come from? Was it, was it top leadership? Was it Judah's idea? Was it a kind of collective idea to kind of approach this idea of really doubling down on online church? Um, it was a really, it, you know, it really was a long process. It wasn't a, you know, a singular aha type of moment where it's like, oh my gosh, we're going to do this. It was really a long, um, you know, kind of hearing, I feel like it seems good. It seems like we're supposed to do this. It feels like this is supposed to happen. And it wasn't, um, you know, it wasn't something that was easily accepted. So I would say that the idea primarily uh, came from Judah. And he was preaching about Luke 15, you know, the parable about the lost coin, the lost sheep, and um, uh, the lost lost coin, lost sheep, and the uh, prodigal son. And each one of those stories ends in a home and throwing a party at home. And, you know, and so this idea just started to to, to come in his mind and, and thinking about, okay, I think we're supposed to approach this differently and really focus on what happens in small spaces at home. Why is, why is scripture pointing us in these, in these kind of pivotal, huge stories, you know, that everyone knows the prodigal son, the lost sheep, the lost coin at the end of them, when something gets found or the son comes home or the sheep gets found, there's this big party like at home. It's like, oh, okay, maybe God's trying to tell us something. So that's where the idea started, but it was, there's a lot of resistance. I mean, as you can imagine, I mean, the church home used to be called the city church and, you know, the thinking, which most churches were doing, was this massive movement of multi-site. That was the, 
multi-site model was really the, that was the big, the big thing and worship teams and lights and hazers and, okay, we're not going to look like a, the churches of old with pews. And, and that essentially became the new old, right? It was like, okay, any contemporary Christian service you walked into kind of felt the same, looked the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so out of that was just kind of born this, I think we, we, you know, God might be asking us to do something, do something different. And um, and really really utilize small space and home in a big way. And so over over the course of a couple of years, while he was preaching on Luke 15 and kind of warming the church up to this idea and talking to the to our board, um, it really just became clear that that was the direction we needed to head in. And we had no idea what we were doing and how to get there. We just we just knew. I mean, that's how kind of visions work. It's like I see this church of millions and people meeting in homes and. People getting say, you know, you know, breaking down the essentially getting outside of the four walls of the church, and we have no idea. Technology-wise, none of that was in place. So the first thing that happened was we changed the name. We changed the name back in 2017 in October. It was a 25-year anniversary of the church. Church got founded in 1992, so 25 years later, we decided, okay, like I said, it seems good to us. We have no idea how we're going to do this, but the first thing we're going to do is change the name from the city church to church home. And that's kind of what was the impetus that started everything. You can't really name yourself that <laughs> and then, you know, and, and not and not do what, you know, we've been doing. So that's kind of a long answer to a short question. Yeah, no, I, I love that. Just getting that, that backstory and that context that it wasn't this completely thought out idea. How you guys, where you guys are now compared to where the idea started. I think it's crucial that oh, totally. leaderships and the churches out there understand that, um, it's going to take ideation and your church is unique and that kind of stuff. So I'm, I'd love to see kind of like where the, I know it's probably been one step at a time of just a walk of faith, but what are the, some of the things looking back that you guys tried that you're like, and have, have pivoted on and focused in a different direction? No, that's a great question. Yeah. We, we, you know, we, we embrace that um, saying, and I'm going to, bo- I'm going to botch it, but you know, if you, if you're, if you're not ashamed of your first product, when you, you know, you ship too late, um, that's definitely an approach that we've taken. And when we first start, when we first launch the first version of church home global, the app, one of the things that we realized is that we were just, we were still, even though we had, okay, we're going to go this technology direction. We, we, um, we were still doing, we're approaching it with a multi-site mindset. And so it was like, I mean, it's funny now that I think about it, looking back a couple of years ago, we're like, okay, we're launching a digital campus. We need a digital campus pastor. And we, you know, and we're like, okay, we have five locations, four in Seattle, one in LA. Now we have six, we have an online location. And that's, and I'm not saying that that's wrong thinking, but for us, it really limited our approach to church at home and to engaging with people in terms of spirituality and their spiritual growth in the digital space it really limited us to think about it that way because we were thinking about it like, okay, we need a staff person who's responsible. We need to, you know, um, we need to assign some volunteers around this group of, you know, a group of people. But even in that thinking, like how many people can you fit in a building, right? On a, on any given Sunday, I mean, at max, you know, a couple tens of thousands, if you got a stadium size building, um, but that really doesn't scale in a digital space. Like it just doesn't even make sense. Like it break, the model breaks when you think about it from, from a, a building standpoint. You need to think about it from okay, like a from a technological scale standpoint. You've got to have 
you know, volunteer, a volunteer base that scales, that can stand up almost overnight where people can post and grab materials at any time of the day and go learn, okay, this is what church believes. This is what you have to equip people to answer questions and, you know, um, and equip leaders and do all these things that in a physical space, you just don't have to do. So that was one of the things that we learned was that church home global isn't a, is in a different, isn't a different location. It actually is how everyone in our community is going to be connected. And we, we soon realize that even people who are in physical buildings will eventually benefit and need to be a part of digital digital community. Like it will augment and enhance our physical meetings. And so that switch was something that happened that was really different. And something that we learned was that doing church online isn't a, it, for us hasn't been a new location. And when we started to look at it that way, it really limited how effective we were able to do that space. That's awesome. Yeah, I think that that's just a great a great context behind just the way you approach it because it's it's something we're seeing especially right now in the state of the world in March 2020 of churches kind of rethinking Sunday, rethinking the week of it's not just hey, we'll do Sunday service and we'll have an online pastor who he's there for the live stream answering questions, helping build out right. Facebook and that kind of stuff. It's how do we take and enhance that for this experience that's happening on a phone on a laptop on a tv that kind of stuff is that's super cool just oh, gonna watch God. you guys iterate on that um and with that i'd love to hear kind of how the transition from a traditional because you guys starting did that the live stream just online and it's your normal sunday service it's just on the internet going to this very catered content specifically for church home global that's from the devotionals to the prayers to all that kind of stuff. Where did that kind of concept of creating the digital specific content um, and not just doing regurgitated stuff from a normal Sunday environment? It just came from trial and error, you know, getting out there and realizing that it is specifically, I mean, very, very recent example. You know, one of the things that, that we learned here recently is, you know, we were doing a lot of, okay, we're going to just repurpose what we do inside of a building recreate that for the digital space well what we realized you know even right now with what's going on in the world with this you know global pandemic is we're all at home and the and kids are at home and you know we are at home with your family and you're everyone's you know just at home with all the things going on and you're trying to work and people are trying to do school and we realized you can't take an hour to sit down and I mean, and pay attention to what maybe if you're like watching a show or something you know at the end of the day but but on a Sunday to ask families who are already cooped up in their house to sit down for an hour you know, without being able to engage, to just kind of take in content and not really be able to ask questions, just it's not really practical. And so we had to take a step back and say, OK, hey, Judah, can you can you do this? Can you do a message in 20 minutes? And he's like, well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 we, but he did. He's able to do it now in a shorter period of time. And, um, and so that gives it, you know, a little, it, it gives it handles and people can actually take in the message and hear what's going on. And the other thing that we, that we recently were able to do is, is pastor chat. So that is a feature that is, again, it, it benefits people whenever we are able to get back at the buildings, it benefits someone, whether they're physically at a location going to a service or if they're just engaged with, with church or just checking it out from the digital space. 
there's a little chat bubble. And we're all used to that, right? In a, in a non-spiritual context, we're all used to like customer service. You call or you get on, you get online, you know, with your internet service provider and you got a question about your bill and the chat window pops up and you start talking to someone. But in a spiritual context, it's like, oh, I don't know. That seems kind of weird, but, but why wouldn't we use that technology? You know, for, especially as people have questions, you know, like in the middle of a message, oh, you said that, you know what, you know, and start asking that question. And so that's something that we launched the pastor chat. And now that we're in this space, a 20-minute message, being able to chat with a live pastor, you know, almost 24 hours a day and ask asking you know, questions anywhere from logistics to something you know, deeply meaningful and spiritual is a huge benefit to someone, whether they're a digital community member or if they're sitting three rows from the back and they just don't even know, like, who do I, who do I ask this question of? It's like, I, I, I don't know. I just, I have a question. I don't know who it needs to go to. I have a question. And so that type of thinking of, hey, let's just utilize something that industry has been using for a long time. Let's bring that into our context. Like, why wouldn't we do that? And so that's something that's been hugely helpful for us, those two things, especially in this season that we're in right now. It's helping people feel connected. You know, people have questions from all over the place. No, I love that. I think it it really it transitions well into my next question is that the one thing we're all hesitant for as church leaders when it comes to going online and committing to doing church online or digitally is that loss of community interaction within our congregation, not just church to one individual, but allowing people to network and get to know each other and build relationships within the church. Yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, one of the things that we've had to struggle with as well, and I know a lot of other churches is, is just the, this honest, honestly, it's just fear really about, okay, how do we, how do we maintain the sense of community you know, when, when, when you go out into this technological space, well, I think we all recognize that, that, that technology isn't really, doesn't, is it, is not in and of itself does not create community, is, does, is not community, but it's a great facilitator of community. I mean, think about, you know, our, even our interaction today, like, it, you know, we, it didn't, it's facilitated right now via technology and it was started with technology. Um, but eventually we're going to get in a room and be face to face, spend time together. And so, you know, church is no different. Even if, even if church at home starts on a digital space or someone engages digitally, what's eventually going to happen is there's going to be people that are in proximity to that person, whether it's in Austin or Seattle, or Los Angeles, or wherever you are in the world, there's going to be someone that's within a 15, 20, 30 minute drive of you where you can actually get face to face. And, 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 and what we found is that our, our buildings, even in, even though people are there together, it was more of a, sometimes more of a movie theater experience. People can slip in, slip out, never talk to another person. It's kind of face, not face to face, but face to back of head, right? It's like being at a movie theater. You're there, you're there with a lot of people, but you're not really there with them. And so there's a difference though, when you're at home, you invite people to your home and you got five or six, seven, eight people there's definitely connection that happens in those spaces. So, you know, our just our belief is that eventually the technology will lead to what act people are actually there for, which is real you know, tact tactile relationship. Yeah, I love that. I think that's that's super cool. Um, what's we we'll we try to keep these episodes kind of bite-sized and super actionable, but I'd love to hear kind of what you guys are excited for that you've been working on or excited to see what you've invested in and what will come of it. Like I'd love to hear kind of the dream down the line this year or next year, that kind of stuff that you guys are working towards um, as a team. 
Yeah, no, that's great. It's a really good question. Um, the things that I would throw out there, the first one is, um, you know, I think we're all the, the old baseline, I think for, um, you know, for, for church is honestly has been attendance and giving. It's like, Hey, if those two things, those two things subside, um, we're, you know, we got to do things differently. Attendance comes down and giving goes down, you know, just to be super blunt and honest, that's generally, you know, how, how we think as, as church leaders, those are, are some, some leading indicators. Um, you know, our new baseline right now is, is honestly is people. And so we're looking at, at reach and engagement, understanding, and, and granted, uh, you know, we, we're in a position where we, we're, we have the luxury of, of, of not having to look at a few of those things for a while. And really, we, we were just blessed to be in a situation where we can focus on, okay, people and engagement and growing reach, not for the sake of, of throwing our arms around this huge number and saying, hey, this is how big church home is but essentially just to, to reach more people. I mean, the vision honestly is a thousand, uh, a thousand church at homes in the first year. So that's our, that's kind of the goal we're going towards. And then the next one, um, is, is the one that's a little bit further out is, is, is having a church of, of a million people. Um, mm. and so those seem like crazy audacious goals. And the reason for that is we just honestly feel like, Hey, that w- what God's asked us to do, we take it very literally. It's like, okay, we just look at all of our, we look at all of our buildings and go, okay, what's the most effective way we can reach the world with the gospel and the story of Jesus? And it's like, all right, these buildings, if we add them all up, the seat capacity and multiply the number of services that we have, look at the cities that we're in, we're, we're, we're not even scratching the surface in terms of mm-hmm. being able to reach people. And so our biggest, you know, our biggest goal is, is, is essentially creating the infrastructure around this technology uh, not just a singular technology platform. So I want to be clear about that. We're not saying, okay, our app, you know, we want to get, a, you know, this many users on our app, or we want to get, um, you know, just this 1,000 church at homes. What we're looking, le- looking at leveraging is every technology platform that we can get our hands on um, that efficiently gets the gospel out there, you know, through our, through our leadership team and, our, and our, our staff pastors. And so we're looking at, we're looking at everything. Insta- you know, obviously... Instagram, the traditional social media, Twitter, the Facebooks, but we're also looking at a TV app um, and all of the, the different engagement tools that we can. So it's a, it's it's using utilizing technology across the entire spectrum to kind of meet those two huge goals. That's awesome um, and super cool, and I I'd love to see you guys hit that. And the way you guys have just continued to be the forefront and lead the way is always been awesome. Um, but let's let's before we wrap up, let's shrink this down to the smaller church. So you're 500 to 1,000 average weekly attendance with you at your church. You've you're doing live streaming. You're wanting to double down and, and just completely kind of commit to online church as an additional resource to the way you do church. You don't have the gifted and well-known pastor like Judah Smith to kind of help also get awareness. Um, where should you start from, from a strategy, from a way of next steps or planning outward um, as a church to really leverage, to build an online church and have people in other cities meeting together under the same name of your church? It's a great question. I, I would say the biggest, the, the most helpful 
um, strategy in that, that was helpful for us was really um, making, making online church, thinking about it from this perspective, making digital space or online church matter to your current that's the strategy that helped us. It's like, if it doesn't matter to the people who are already a part of your church and the people that are already in your community, then it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? It's like, if, if you're going out to reach the world with this online platform and the person who's been in your church for 15 years and has given you, you know, essentially funded the opportunity to go and do this, if that technology that you're harnessing doesn't matter to that and enhance their experience and community or they're not able to participate and go help in the call, then it doesn't, it, you know, it's, it's only going to go so far. So that's something that we learned. And a couple of times we've had to take a few steps back and make sure that it added to our existing community. The example I give a lot is like any technology we launch has to help the in-person experience, very much like the Home Depot app. Plug for Home Depot. I'm not a, I'm not a shareholder in <laughs> but when I go to Home Depot a lot because I'm renovating my house, and so I'm, I'm there a lot. And, and this experience that I found is on the Home Depot app. I'm, it's the, the, my in-store experience is really enhanced by the app. When I'm there, I look, and I, it tells me what aisle and row things are on. I can make a shopping list when I go in there, so I don't spend all day in there, which I have a propensity to do. Um, and I could just check things off my list, and then I don't have to save any of my receipts. Like, it's all saved in the app if I ever have to return anything, which I return stuff all the time. And so that experience, the digital, the digital isn't like, it's not like I'm just shopping online. I'm using it to enhance my in-person experience. And so the strategy is for your existing community, what online tools will help, help your existing community connect, help your existing community, you know, meet at home and facilitate face-to-face. And if it's going to help your existing community, no matter the size of the church, then it's going to help anybody in a digital mm-hmm. space. And so that's what I'd say. That would be the one strategy that, for us made a huge difference in just how we approached you know, doing church online and doing church. Yeah, that I, I couldn't say that any better and I couldn't wrap this up any better than that. Just making sure it's not just this outlier thing. That's just an addition. It's actually something that serves your church already. That's so great. Well, Larry, thank you again for being on the podcast with us. Um, before we close out here, where can people learn more about church home if they don't already know or more about you and kind of what you guys are up to Right on. Well, first, thanks for having me, Joel. It's a ton of fun. Appreciate you. Appreciate what BlackBot's doing, not only in the in the faith community, but also in the world. Um, you can learn more about Church Home at churchhome.org forward slash app if you want to see what we're doing in the digital space. And you can you know follow us on all the major social platforms. Um, and uh, thanks for, again for letting me talk with you today. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, definitely. We'll definitely have you back on again. We love hearing more about kind of what you guys are doing. You guys are leading the way and paving the way with innovation. So well, guys, be sure to check out Church Home if you haven't played with any of their technology or follow them on social. They're doing some really, really cool stuff, especially in this time that we are in with needing to really double down on digital content for your community. Um, everything from the way they do devotionals to, I mean, Pastor Judah's live streams. It's been a really cool thing to watch you guys lead the way in um, and check that out. And we'll talk to you guys next time. 